Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Out in the Pods, they call it trending. That is courtesy of Hank Scipio. Um, I'm Jack, that's Miles. Yeah. Um, and here are some things that are a trending right now mm-hmm. on this Thursday afternoon. Um, the suns are trending. Uh, because we got to deal with the orbit of these suns to yeah. not sweep the nuggets. What the fuck? They're good. They look huh? good. They look good. But we've, as we've seen, first two hey. games of a series doesn't mean. Doesn't I fucked mean around and found over. out real quick about uh, these these young men over there from uh, from Phoenix. Yeah, no, they're good. It's cool to see Chris Paul still out there doing it, even though he's a six foot point guard who's. Like over the age of what is he like thirty five, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun to watch. Um, it's not fun for me to watch per se. <laughs> I prefer the other series uh, to watch because I'm I'm you know out here and fully invested in their downfall. But I'm not gonna lie that um, there's like a viral clip of this young Phoenix Suns fan. This kid is like just losing it in the stands and he's like trying to rip his shirt off but he's like 11 and he doesn't have the strength and probably his parents like you better not rip that shirt i just bought you and then so he opts for like taking it off and just screaming like let's go and you know i'm i i can see how pure this young fan's energy is and i you put a smile on my face despite it being for a team that has caused me a bit of pain the brand the phoenix suns brand is so strong right now with the courtside with uh guy Ritchie. i mean like that's just what is such on? a perfect celebrity corollary for the phoenix suns um, guy and this young yeah and this uh, my, my friend todd texted me like right when it came on he was like yo that is couldn't be more perfect uh right. <laughs> but the this this young man also you know and the people in the background it just feels like phoenix up in there um and it's just really cool they were they were one of the uh worst teams last year not not definitely weren't even on anybody's radar now they are a uh a problem as uh as charles barkley called trey young um (laughs) yeah well you know Good luck to y'all. Uh, keep it over there. Don't yeah. uh, celebrate too far, too hard. <laughs> Wait, so you said you are officially uh, rooting against the Clippers? I mean, I'll in always the other be, series, I'll always be rooting. I'm never for the Clippers. So wow, yeah, wow. I. But that's just how it is. You know, that's that's what's great about. I always you always have to have teams you just dislike because of your allegiance. You know, I mm-hmm. Dis- mm-hmm. strongly dislike Tottenham Hotspur because of my allegiance to Arsenal. Same thing goes with. The Clippers, just because I think I grew up with, I'm um, like a, I grew up in a Laker household. My, yeah. you know, my dad grew up in that, like was born here. Like we're Angelinos, so Lakers is like at our core being. And when you meet people that are Clippers fans, like what, what, why, like what, they all right, do you, whatever. Is it usually transplants? Is that what? No, I have one friend, man, who grew up here, born from here. And chose the Clippers just because he hated that the rest of us were fucking with the Lakers. Right. That makes sense. I mean, I, I respect that. Yeah, I um, mean, I respect it, but like I said, I I don't I don't need to hear about it. Um, but the best thing is I remember back in the day, we used to go to Clippers games because those are the cheapest Lakers games you could go to, was when they played the Clippers. 
uh, what is a Clippers home game because mm. Lakers home game tickets at the Staples Center were just like astronomically more expensive. So yeah. the way we were able to go get kick, uh, you know, get tickets to those games was the Clippers home games. And I remember we all went and it was like a game where Derek Fisher hit a buzzer beater to beat the Clippers. And we we're all like, ah, my friend's face <laughs> like, you fucking mad. It's your home game. Fuck that. But yeah, you know, we'll see. Well, I am uh, rooting for the Clippers, uh, both because, you know, I'm an L.A. transplant with no real, like, allegiances one way or another other than to uh, parts of the organization. But my dad's homies with one of the one of the coaches with the Clippers. uh, And it is fun to root for Kawhi Leonard, man. That is. Yeah. After him taking my heart out and just tearing it into while making unbroken eye contact with me a couple years ago it's kind of it's kind of nice to be back in the good graces tubin we're we're tubin again uh tubin and booted uh he's back (laughs) jeffrey tubin uh is back talking out loud on televisions again after masturbating on a zoom call let that was pretty recent right it was like or some yeah, shit. Yeah, last year during the pandemic. I'll play this clip for you. He's on CNN and Allison Camerata Allison Camerata is interviewing him. They make this poor lady talk to him about like they're trying to clear the air based cuz he's back on CNN. They're like we're not going to sever our relationship as our like chief legal analyst cuz his takes are too good. But <laughs> this is the cringiest like hand holding through you got caught jerking off on zoom like pr like revival thing i've ever seen um and we'll play a bit of this for you now just so you can understand how cringy the whole thing is and i have not seen this so the honors (laughs) help yourself okay um in october you were on a zoom call with your colleagues from the new yorker magazine everyone took a break for several minutes, during which time you were caught masturbating on Ooh. camera. Uh, cool. You were subsequently fired from that job after 27 years of working Why there. Why are they doing it's this just to end her? There. Like, yeah. I don't even know why you're talking. Yeah, you, so, you were actually, off come on to a think Zoom of it, you're not, you're not allowed back on. But okay, go. I, oh, we're not done. Go on. Please keep describing this awful situation. And you, since then, have been on leave from CNN. Do I have all that right? Um, you got it all right. Sad to say. Okay, so let's start there. <laughs> what? Um, to quote Jay Leno, what the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much. Jay Leno. And, um, it was something that was inexplicable to me. I think one point. I, inexplicable? I wouldn't exactly say Your own in my behavior? defense because nothing is really in my defense. I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Even though he says this isn't this isn't a defense, but I'd like to make a point. You think that's a defense. That's why right. you keep saying it. You couldn't just be like, Yeah, it was the dumbest shit I've ever done in my life. I pretty much threw everything away because I was impulsive or what anyway. Right. But go on, go off, King, about how I didn't know anyone was on the call. You so, thought that you had turned off your camera? Correct. I thought that correct. I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible. But, I mean, that, that, is, part of, that, that is part of the story. Okay. Uh-huh. So. Now let me get yikes. into the rest of 
the story. Okay, so now what was I watching at the time? Great question, Allison. So I was navigating to Pornhub.com <laughs> website. Like, where is this going? What is the point of all this? Because it's deeply uncomfortable. And they acted like he like he like greeted the queen incorrectly or something. Like it right. was a full yeah. pop. <laughs> that is his his vibe is just all right. So oh. I had a little oopsie da- daisms. Uh, I can explain it, and there's no way, there's no explaining it, right? I mean, I really right. Uh, Let's, so what are we do? What is Jeff Zucker making us do right now? The on CNN. Why would they make that poor woman have that conversation to yeah. talk about someone masturbating, uh, with them right there as an invitation? For them to then talk about their own masturbation uh, seems cruel and unusual. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I get there's one conversation. Like, it's obviously you do what you want with your body in the privacy yeah. of your own home. But like, you're you're being you're committing lewd acts on like a in a work call. Like, you 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 can't even compartmentalize jolly time from Zoom serious time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I okay, cool. So if hey if, if you need a if you need a boss who's down with second chances, uh, holler at CNN. He also has the energy of somebody who believes they've aced every job interview they've ever been on. He's just like, right. I'm so glad you asked me that, Allison. And it's really, uh, I mean, uh, oh, dodo brain over here, right? But uh, also, <laughs> uh, what what is this famous Jay Leno quote that none of us have ever heard of? What the heck were you? were you thinking? Why even what? do like why even again all these like attempts to like soften and, right like sort of make uh you know just I don't know. I I, I well, cool. So he's he's back. Y'all Tubin's back. Yeah. Shout out to that man. Kim Jong Un is trending uh cuz he's looking slender. Spelt. Yeah, he's felt it up because he was um, hidden for like a month and a half, and no, you know, like half the time they're like, "Is this him? Is it an impersonator? Like, what's going on with him?" There's all this speculation about his health. He came out looking thinner, and because again, you know, it's the as colloquially known as the Hermit Kingdom, where you don't know what, like, all you can do is kind of presume to know what's going happening on uh, within the borders there. That it's like basically turned into two camps of thought in terms of foreign policy. One which is like. Well, if he's sick and lost all this weight, we better buckle up because there's going to be a power vacuum in this country and we don't know who's who's making moves behind his back or what's going to happen or who we're dealing with if something's actually going on with his health. The other one is, oh, maybe he he, you know, for his health lost a little weight because he wants to have some more longevity as a leader and then foreign policy people are like, that's I guess the better option because at least we know who we're dealing with in that respect, but that's like, it's just wild how this is like, oh my God, I lost weight. Is he dying? Is he healthy? What's that mean for foreign policy? And that's why it's just a light on the internet. Is there anybody saying that he is a different person now? No, not quite yet. I don't okay. know if anyone's gone to the Dave uh, theory. Okay. So I'm just looking. So the Guardian uh, put together, put an image where you could slide back and forth between him June 2021 and July 2020. And he looks like a much younger uh, person in June 2021. 
But maybe he just needed some rest and relaxation, get a little bit of sun. But yeah, he's also smoking a cigarette in the in the image. <laughs> so shout out to He's like, look, I'm I'm losing weight on my own terms, man. <laughs> um Elden Ring is trending. Yeah. I don't know what that is because it's not on Switch. <laughs> Good job. I was gonna say first, no, Elden Campbell did not lose his Lakers championship ring. And that's not why Elden Ring is trending. It's because this new game, Jack, it's up. It's so it's a collaboration from uh Bandai Namco, who, you know, make great games. Shout but out to Bandai. George R.R. Martin is the Ooh. creative force within the game. And everyone's like, yo, how do we not know it? Like George R.R. Martin's real good about not talking about anything. Right. And it was just unveiled at this thing. I think a lot of people, you know, had theories and things about this game, but the trailer is just so like out there wild. Like it looks like you can, you, I guess you can see like sort of the, the Martin influence, but because it's a video game, like visually they can do so many other things that would probably be, end up being like a multi-billion dollar film. Mm. Um, but yeah, everybody's very excited for it. Now, are we at a point where you can trust video game trailers now? Uh, because I feel like that was always a thing back when I was uh, paying attention to uh, trailers. I, I just am you, yeah, gaming so often now that I don't uh, that I don't even look at the trailers. But <laughs> uh, the yeah, you used to get burned by these trailers that would be like much better graphics. They would be showing you stuff that it was like a leaps beyond what was uh we were capable of and then it would just be either like a cut scene or you know it just wasn't wasn't what we were i mean we're still that's still very much a possibility especially when you're talking about like current gen consoles like the game this game is not gonna look the same on ps4 as it does on ps5 um but yeah i've they're always gonna show you the absolute best version um, whether they're, you know, cut scenes or renderings that are like using processors that most of us don't have in the consoles right. we use. Right. Um, but at the same time, like now that like a lot of these systems are getting much more robust in terms of like their comp- computing power, uh, I think that gap will begin to tighten up. But yeah, you know, shit's still a bit of a fantasy for sure. And speaking of fantasy, well, that was also taking place in, a f- in the fantasy genre and... <laughs> But there's a new movie on Netflix that sounds like it would be like a fun kind of, uh, not hate watch, but like watch and laugh at. It's called Awake. Mm-hmm. Um, and the premise is, <laughs> what if, like it's a post-apocalyptic world where people can't sleep. And mm. so people just get, I guess, like drunker, like as the, as the movie goes along. I don't know. It's supposed to be very bad. Uh, oh, because you're like the exhaustion from the yeah. lack of sleep. Your brain is just devolving over the course of days. Um, the some of the reviews are really seen. The Guardian put awake review. Netflix's Bird Box light thriller is a real snooze. Mm, yeah, one star. Damn. Um, I mean, I like the idea. Like, I like it's such a high thought as a film. Right. Dude, what right. If everybody on earth couldn't sleep could you imagine like how long would that last before everything like falls apart because you and it's like some dude's like man because i'm barely getting any sleep now with the kids you know what i mean imagine <laughs> that was everybody We'd have that was written wars in three minutes this is definitely written by a new parent probably <laughs> um 
Yeah, it just seems like a very hard thing to... I could see this maybe being a novel, but being a movie, it's just like people just look like shit and make bad decisions and fall... Like, I, I don't know what what you would do with that necessarily. Yeah. A Sweet Tooth, on the other hand, looks pretty good. Uh, the new Loki show is supposed to be very good. Uh, so all things that you can stream. And of course, uh, we got that wreck from dvk earlier in the week what Yo, was invincible that? invincible have you started watching, watching it. it is it good yeah it's actually it's i'm i'm like almost to the first episode but it's there's like some real like emotional type shit in there mm. that is inter- is like really interesting to see especially in an animated thing where like there's clearly this tension between this father and son and but mapping like the superhero stuff on top of it is is, is cool it's cool i'm gonna, um, I'm gonna keep watching though I'm, i was you know that when DVK is like, you gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I respected him immediately and checked it out that night. But yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Uh, I am reading a novel that I hold in my hands, made out of paper, for the first time in a long time. Uh, called "The Time Machine Did It" by uh, Schwartzwelder. The mm-hmm. based off of that New Yorker interview with him. He's like the guy who wrote uh some of the best Simpsons episodes. Right. Uh, and it's. You know, I I laugh out loud pretty frequently, uh, which not not many novels really do that. So, yeah, I'm sure it does. It feel it feels very Schwartzweldian. Yes, very Schwartzweldian. Oh, There's a say. the main camera character, like the private eye. Uh, main character is like if Jake from Chinatown was crossed with Homer Simpson. Um, <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. All right, uh, all right. Yeah, it's just great. I love some comedy prose and I haven't like really read much of it since uh, early cracked days, um, mm-hmm. you know, so good. I'm, I'm glad you're reading. You're reading with your eyes again. Yeah. Yeah. In your hands. Hands and by that. Mike, I'm making my kids read it too. Uh, but, <laughs> and you're like, do the voices this time and tickle my back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, those are some of the things that are trending on this Thursday. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the fucking vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.